Happy Easter. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia, alleluia. A great gift to offer the Mass here at St. Francis Cabrini on this glorious morning, uh, this Easter morning. My name is Father Luke Strand. I began just about a year ago as the rector of our seminary. We're blessed with a number of our seminarians here, Nicholas Waddell, uh, studying for the Archdiocese of Milwaukee, first theologian, Dominic Lazzaroni, third theologian. He'll be ordained a deacon in just weeks. And Evan Nosacek, who begins a seminary in just a couple of weeks. So we're blessed by their presence. And I feel like I have to bring Easter greetings from many. Uh, Father Reisman, as you know, moved into the seminary. He lives right below me. Uh, he sends his Easter greetings, as does the administrator, Father Harmon. Uh, and my brother, who was assigned as the new pastor of St. Francis Cabrini beginning uh, this June. I was at the Easter vigil with him uh, last night up in Kiwaskum, and he sends uh, his love and prayers to all of you. So indeed, we join together uh, as a family in this glorious celebration of the Lord's resurrection. I was struck at the Easter vigil last night, and some of you possibly were here at St. Francis Cabrini. In this darkened church, this church seemingly overwhelmed by sin and death, chaos and discord, suddenly, unexpectedly, a light is shown, a single light from the Paschal candle which to a certain extent begins to consume the darkness. And as this single light, this paschal candle, is brought into the church, the light is passed from Christian to Christian. If you know, have been to the Easter vigil before, you know what I'm talking about. Each Christian receives a light from the Paschal candle. And as that light is passed from Christian to Christian, disciple to disciple, more and more of the darkness is consumed by the light. Grace begins to overwhelm that which is not of God. It begins to conquer sin and death and the evil one himself. If you heard the exalted, the ancient hymn that was proclaimed last night, it said, a fire into many flames divided, yet never dimmed by the sharing of its light. The light of Christ takes over, consumes the darkness, not because that one candle gets brighter, the paschal candle doesn't get brighter. But the paschal light of Christ, the grace of Christ, gets passed, gets shared, gets divided. And suddenly, a darkened St. Francis Cabrini church is consumed with light, consumed with grace, consumed with hope. And is this not the hope that St. Mary Magdalene encountered when she approached that tomb on that Easter morning and saw the stone rolled away and no longer was our Lord there. 
She could not run fast enough to reveal to the other disciples the fact that he had risen from the dead, that he had conquered sin and death, that no longer is life disordered and a chaotic wandering, but that a definitive direction has been established. I saw that last night at the Easter Vigil because as Christians processed into the church with their little candle, they had a definitive direction, a hope they could suddenly see in a way that they were not able to see if not for the light of Christ, if not for the grace offered through his resurrection. This is the good news that Mary Magdalene proclaimed. It's the good news that Peter and John received and eagerly went to the tomb. It's the good news that was passed down then to Andrew and James, Linus, Cletus, Clement, generation after generation. The good news that's passed down to us today. The grace is won. Sin and death has been conquered. It no longer is the end of the story. That Jesus is victor. We come into church on this Easter Sunday morning in need of light, in need of grace, in need of hope. We've realized over these days of Lent that the world does not suffice. The world cannot provide what we're looking for. The world does not offer a definitive direction to our lives. But a person does. A person who desires a relationship with each and every one of us. A person whose life conquered on the cross sows in us an abundance of life. That's why Christianity is not just a philosophy or a way of life or a set of practices or an ideology. Christianity is a life lived in relationship to God who is alive, who's with us, and who draws us into deep communion with God the Father. Because without him, life involves a whole lot of fear, a whole lot of darkness, a whole lot of emptiness, a whole lot of self. But with him, with him, with the light, it's a hope that does not disappoint. We have one who is able to sympathize with our weakness. One who can conquer every emotional pain, psychological strain, every burden. He takes it upon himself and he is risen. He is risen. Pope Emeritus Benedict said that faith in the resurrection of Jesus says that there is a future for every human being. The cry for unending life, which is part of the person, is answered. We have a cry for life. Today it is answered. Benedict says God exists. That's the real message of Easter. And is that not the message that we need to receive on this Easter morning, that God exists, that the light has consumed the darkness, that grace has conquered the evil one, and that hope, a hope which does not disappoint, is paving the way for us to everlasting life. Let St. Mary of Magdala and Peter and John 
and all of the apostles and all of those that came after, we run forth from this place to share the light that we have received. The light which gives our life a definitive direction. A light which is paving the way for all of us to achieve eternal happiness in heaven. He is risen. He is risen, brothers and sisters. Let us give praise and thanks to Almighty God. Alleluia, alleluia.